We want them to reduce the price, but we don't want them to say yes to an actual offer. We, we want to reduce the price as much as possible because in any business, you have to buy things correctly at the right price in order to make money on them. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone, and welcome back to hopefully another exciting podcast where today I will not only introduce a great concept, which is going to be processes, or if you're Canadian, processes, where we're going to explain the difference between following process and trying to lay your own path or do your own thing or have preconceived ideas as to what things should be uh, in order to get results. Uh, With process comes success. If you look at any established franchise, There's processes. That's why they charge hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for the brand. It's there's a process, you follow it, you get results. And it's exactly the same thing in real estate. I have a saying, saying, I have a saying, and it's be married to the process, divorced from the result. And if you follow process, you'll always get results. And of course, today in the studio, I'm joined with Gabriel Araish and Frank Galuccio. Uh, both students of mine who have been working with me for over five years now. Frank, I've known over six, uh, started as a student, went to uh, the TA program and then the assistant mentorship program, and now actually helps with mentorship, as did Gabriel, who has followed the same path. And I've met them both in different events in Canada, where I did events um, for many, many years, helping Canadians buy properties in the U.S. using none of your own money, using asset-based lenders. And they went from students to student helpers to now teachers, and they are now dear friends of mine and have helped me better myself and my processes in this business so we can really help as many humans as possible. And not only are they phenomenal tacticians, uh, they're also really good humans with a giving heart, want to give back, and are extremely generous and have a real serving mentality, which is something that I really hold... the highest regard. I really want to help as many people as possible and you can't do that alone. And these two humans are just amazing. So welcome to the show, uh, Gabriel and Frank. Uh, today, of course, we're going to be discussing processes, lots and lots of different processes. So not sure who wants to go first, but let's talk about your journey, your ascension and uh, your preconceived ideas, what you thought was going to be buying real estate, because everyone thinks it's pretty easy. You find a property, you make an offer, it gets accepted, you buy it, and you move on to the next one, which is completely opposite to what we actually do. Frank, maybe you want to go first. Yes, this is Frank. Thanks, Marco, for that intro. I got a tear coming down my eye. Uh, very, very heartwarming a welcome. Uh, but thanks for, for, you know, thanks for having us. Um, definitely, like, like you said, I, I've known you for six years. You're like a, a brother to me, a friend, uh, and a mentor. And, 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 and thank you for that. You've uh, obviously enriched my life, my, my family's life. So uh, thank you. And, and was it always like this? No, we had some bumps in the roads, I got to say, during the process. Um, just a little bit about myself. I'm from Toronto, uh, Canada. Um, I met Marco up here. And uh, I, I know my wife and I wanted to venture into that real estate, like, you know, a lot of people do. Uh, real estate is a very good vehicle uh, for, you know, passive income, for wealth. And we wanted to venture into it. So before I met Marco, uh, you know, we, we, we looked into buying a property in the U.S. And, you know, what typically do Canadians do? They get a realtor and they, they follow one process that every, their friends tell them. 
so they get a realtor. Um, they look on a listing. We were going to buy a house. We we're going to rent it out to vacationers. You know, we love going to Orlando. Um, and everything was going to be great. And thank God I did not do that. Uh, Mark, when I met you, there's, my goodness, when I met you and, and, and you went over your processes that you put together over the last 20 years or 21 years that you've been doing this, I didn't realize there was so many ways to actually buy a property. And that's, that was a, a, an eye opener for me and my wife. And that's when we decided we wanted to learn more uh, about that because I think that the general population don't, you know, know maybe one or two ways or actually maybe one way to buy a property, go to the bank, uh, get pre-qualified for, you know, a certain amount, phone realtor, look for property, go touch and feel it, smell it, hump it, whatever, and buy it. And, and Bob's your uncle. Um, and then listening to you over the, you know, over the five years, um, there's so many ways uh, that you can buy it. And, and I'm blessed to know, you know, uh, I, I think, um, you know, I, I folded a little bit of time, um, uh, not a little bit, a lot of time um, by just following your processes. And uh, I know I struggled. We struggled in the beginning um, for, for about eight months. You know, I, I, I had some, I, I got I to gotta admit, I had some uh, ill thoughts about you, Marco, at first, but with love. Um, but the thing is, when we first started, we didn't see any traction for the first eight months, only because, again, I thought we were following process, but uh, we were far from it. Um, just a little background, I'm, I'm a federal, uh, I was a federal officer for over 24 years with the federal government. Uh, I left that job now. Um, I enjoyed my time there and everything, but it was, it was time to move on, and I really enjoyed doing what I'm doing now. But while I was there, I became... Um, I was very analytical. I was very, um, I, I need all my facts. I need all my data uh, first uh, before I act. And, and, and the reason we do that is because there's consequences, obviously. But in this business, Marco, what you taught me, I was doing exactly the same thing. I was being very analytical. I was looking at, the, you know, I was looking as if I was buying the property for, for me living in there. Um, and, you know, I was looking at, you know, the crime rate, the school, you know, which way the sun sets, like shit. That's how bad I was. Like, okay, in the afternoon, did they get the sun in the backyard or in the front yard? Like, I was very, I was such a, uh, whatever. I don't want to say it. it's a family show. But anyways, uh, with that, so for eight months, I was overanalyzing spreadsheets, this and that, even before I picked up the phone and called someone. And, and, and that was our... Uh, our frustration over eight months. And that's, I don't know if you recall, I came to you and said, Marco, what the heck's going on, man? How come I don't have any properties? And you, you quickly said, okay, well, what are you doing? I, I think you stopped me after the first minute um, and said, no, I did not show you that. You're, 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 you're doing too much upfront. You're procrastinating. Um, and I remember one thing you said is shoot, then aim. So shoot, then aim. So bounce first, then check out the data. So it's almost like, you know, what we do in the government, you, you trust, but then you verify later. And I think that was my, uh, that was our, our downfall for the eight months. And who knows how many properties, you know, that we did go through that were potential properties for us, but uh, you quickly um, turned it around. You said here, you know, follow this process. You know, you almost basically put it in crayon for us. Uh, follow this process. One, two, three, four. Uh, we did that. And, you know, we saw results. What within, I think, Two months, we had two two closings in July. So I think I saw you in May. Uh, July, we had two closings. By the end of the year, we closed out with four. So uh, we ended up with a big bang. And, and it, again, it's, it's just following the process. 
learning that there's more ways to take down a property than you can actually imagine. And, and that's where, uh, you know, that's where our journey started, Marco, um, uh, for that reason. So you said a lot there. I just want to underline a few things. So you did eight months of what you thought was the right thing to do, even though, you know, is laid out. You're doing a lot of paralysis through analysis where you would see um, a property, you would do all sorts of analytics on it before even either picking up the phone or emailing or even connecting with the seller. And by the time you've done all that analytics, you know, invested all that time, I'd like to say wasted all that time. If it was a good deal, it'd already be gone because eight months of research does not get you the property at all. And which is what most people do. You know, they, you want to make sure the right, you're buying the right thing. And if you are listening to this to the first time, or listen to these processes for the first time, we actually make offers on everything that we see. Um, and when I say offers, it's not necessarily a written contract. It's just an email or a phone call that says, hey, we have cash. We have access to cash. We'd like to buy your property, but at a discounted price, are you interested in you know, lowering your price? Yes or no? And the, we want a no as an, you know, we want them to reduce the price, but we don't want them to say yes to an actual offer. We, we want to reduce the price as much as possible because in any business, you have to buy things correctly at the right price in order to make money on them. And the lower you buy it for, the more money you make. That's just obvious. It's, it costs you less money to finance it, which we'll get into later. You're not supposed to use any of your money. And I think, Frank, you bought two and your kids each bought one, if I'm not mistaken, uh, by the end of that year. And they're, you know, they're under 12. I think they were 10 and 11 or 9 and 10. They're quite young. You can correct me on that because they, they grew up quick. Now they have facial hair. So it's uh, not your daughter, though. That would be weird. So it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's a, uh, a process of um, shooting a lot and then seeing what sticks to the wall and then negotiating with those that respond versus trying to do a lot of research. And once you have it under contract, then we can research. If we like it, we keep it. If we don't, we spit it out and go on to the next one with no risk, which is part of process. You know what the, the shift was? You just said it in the beginning where we were... You, The no, in your process, the process starts with a no on both ends, no and no. And that's where I think the biggest shift was for me because I was trying to get the deal. That's the thing. I was trying to get the yes. And, and, and again, and no flaw to, you know, well, maybe it is my fault, but many people think this way, like 95% of the, uh, the population, when they're looking for a property, uh, whether it's for themselves or investment property, they're looking for a yes. As soon as they pick up that phone, while your process is you're looking for a no, um, which was, uh, I, again, that was a pivotal point for us. And yeah, my kids, they just got curious. You know, when I started with you, Marco, you know, all of a sudden they see mommy and daddy at night, you know, eight, eight o'clock at night on the computer and, and making phone calls. And they're like, what the heck are you guys doing? Right. And they thought we were up to some kind of hacking or something like that, some illegal business, but uh, they wanted in on it. And yeah, my daughter, Bianca, she was 11 years old. She was like, I want to buy a house. And then they, so I, I shouldered the process and it, I go, you sure? And, you know, we took four hours on a Sunday and I showed her exactly what you taught us. Just, you know, to buy single back then, we were doing single family homes. You know, now we're into multifamily and hospitality and hotels and all that other jazz. But she got it. Yeah, at four hours, uh, she made some offers. A week or two later, you know, one of them was accepted near Tampa. So she got a house. So my younger one, uh, my middle one, uh, Gianluca, he, he, he got, you know, he's, he's that competitive type. He's like, well, shit, I want one too. 
and did the exact same thing, uh, the same process. So, uh, you know, if McDonald's, a multi-billion dollar corporation, can have a process that teenagers run a multi-billion dollar corporation, uh, your process is literally almost uh, just as simple, uh, you know, put the burger in and take it out and get the bun and, you know, put your condiments on it. But uh, my son ended up getting one as well up in Panama City. So it was really that easy. Once we got it, once we clicked, and I think that was there was pivotal things in your process that clicked and it's like, oh shit, I didn't think of that. Uh, so that's what really worked for us. Yeah, and this is Gabriel. Uh, there's a lot of things that you said, Mark, earlier that kind of <laughs> brought back some bad memories in terms of processes. So just to give a quick background of myself before I get into uh, how the process impacted me, uh, I'm a CPA by, by profession. Uh, did a lot of auditing, so uh, very careful, always take my time. Uh, verify, verifying was something that was part of my process naturally. Uh, interestingly enough, when I got into real estate, uh, I started off here in Canada. I'm from Montreal, by the way. And uh, the reason I made a mistake was like, I trusted without verifying. And I got into some really terrible properties that were upside down, uh, cost me a lot of money. So I had a really bad taste in my mouth with real estate right off the bat. And then uh, once I met you, Marco, and, and saw your process, at least I saw you do it and when you presented it. And it was like, holy shit, this is, really, this is really simple if I just follow the steps. And yet I knew this, but never did follow the steps, at least not at the beginning. And, you know, we, my problem was that I wanted to race. I wanted to get to the finish line so quickly. I wanted to get these properties, cash flow a lot. I want to make up, I guess, maybe psychologically, I want to make up for all the losses I had done or, or gotten into here in Canada. And by doing that, I, I was kind of slowing myself down, if that makes any sense. So by speeding up and the, the best analogy I can find was, you know, when you were trying to get from point A to point B and you plug that into your GPS, it usually gives you sort of the shortest road, but you have to, you know, go left, go right. It's never really in a straight line and racing to the finish line. It's always shorter to go in a straight line, obviously, but in real life, there's obstacles. And, you know, if you're driving, those are buildings, those are one-way streets. And the same happens when you're buying real estate is that there are always roadblocks and you got to make sure that you follow the GPS correctly to get to the finish line. And I was trying to go straight. So I ended up hitting these roadblocks and, you know, ultimately I was slowing down rather than going faster. And once I sat down with Marco again and, and got, you know, uh, all my frustrations <laughs> out of the way, I realized that the process is there for a reason. And sometimes you do have to kind of slow down to understand the process and really perform it correctly. And once you understand the entire process from A to Z, it's like, again, when you're driving, if you've, if you've done your road from home to work multiple times, eventually you'll know the road by heart or off the top of your head and you'll get there quicker because you'll just know how to get there and how to do it. And that's sort of what happened to me, but I had to slow down first. And it, it was interesting because my father always told me this quote by Winston Churchill that was, you know, he was, he was getting into his car and told his driver, I'm in a rush, drive slowly. And I kind of never understood that. And it, it hit home once I understood this process with Marco was that if you go too fast, uh, you know, there are multiple things that can go wrong that will make you uh, slow down a lot more than if you just take your time from the get-go to get there on time. So that's, that's sort of the best way I can establish the process, the system, and the roadmap to success here. So I see that frustration was part of both your, your processes as well. And I think it has to be because anything that has value is going to be difficult and challenging 
And there is going to be frustration because as we get older, we have this assumption that the competence that's going to come with the information is just going to be second nature. But it is like learning a new language. And for those that have been in real estate, maybe for a very long time, you're scratching your head going, I don't know what you're talking about. But my approach is very different than someone perhaps that's been doing it for 20 years the same way. Uh, In fact, we attract a lot of humans from all over the world that have years and years of experience and find it a little bit challenging at first because my approach is very different. It's a very different angle uh, of looking at things. We don't make one offer a day. We make hundreds of offers per day. It's not by contracts. It's through email. And there, we're not looking for a yes. We're actually looking for a no. And we're not looking to ever get a yes. We're actually eventually looking for an impasse, which is both of us saying no. And that's where the magic happens, which we're not going to discuss on, on, on this episode, perhaps in a future one. In fact, I know in a future one, we'll definitely discuss the impasse, which is one of my secret sauces. And by having um, specifically the experience for 20 years, maybe you've been a real estate agent and you're always looking for that yes, because that yes equals a commission and a closing, you're leaving a lot of money on the table by getting to a yes too quickly. And that can frustrate a lot of people. So whether it's Frank, where you're analyzing, where you're you know, looking at everything without pouncing, because pouncing is important. Uh, it's, if there's a good deal, someone is going to get it. You have to move on it very, very quickly. Or it's you know, paralysis through analysis, uh, where you, know, you don't want to make a mistake because you're going to get hurt. We're not understanding that the contracts or the tools that we have are actually designed to protect you. By following process, you can buy a lot more property, have, go, go through a lot of that, a lot of properties at the same time, hundreds a day if necessary, and make a lot of offers because this is a numbers game. This is very much like popcorn. If you put one kernel popcorn in in a microwave, it could pop. It could never pop. You have no idea. If you put a lot of kernels in a a microwave, some will pop. I don't know when they're going to pop. I can't say with precision, this is exactly at the time the first kernel is going to pop. No one can. It's you know, how long does it take to bake a cake? Who knows? It just, it's in there and it'll eventually pop. Some pop, some don't pop, some pop and they're delicious and some pop and they taste like shit. They look really good, but they're terrible. And some just will never pop at all or, you, you know, or just disgusting no matter what you do with them. But not all of them turn into something. And that's the same thing with real estate. If you're only looking at one thing at a time, you are not going to get there very quickly. So there's a lot that's been discussed here. A is following process. Uh, B is um, not using your own money. That's part of my process. And the only way you can do that is by buying it at the right price. And the only way you can buy it at the right price is have a lot of leads coming in at the same time. So you can negotiate them down to the best possible price and then pounce on the right one and then make a decision once you have it tied up, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to keep it? Am I going to do something else with it? Because just because you don't like it, there might be value there for someone else to actually want to buy it and you can profit from it. And that's a whole other conversation. Anything else that I missed, gents? And by the way, both of these humans, uh, Gabriel and Frank, both quit their very, very good jobs. You were a senior, um, I think, CPA at KPMG, uh, uh, Gabriel. Frank, you had a very cushy government job where you probably worked an hour a day and got paid a very large salary. Uh, he was a senior officer, so he could do whatever he wanted. And I'm not, you know, putting any putting him down whatsoever. He was just all he he could have done absolutely nothing, but he hated. At least you can talk for yourself, Frank. I don't want to talk for you. Just from what I understand, 
you just did not want to be there anymore and you prefer to take an early retirement, take a financial haircut because real estate is taking care of you you know, for you and your family. Frank has gone from, uh, at first started with single family homes because at that time, that's what I was teaching. That was the cycle that I was uh, into. Now I'm in multifamily and s- single families are going to come back as the economy changes. Another podcast uh, for that time. And uh, now has mobile home parks. We actually, all of us um, own properties together. Uh, hotels, motels, mobile home parks, multifamilies, a whole lot of different asset classes. And you just made a decision, Frank, that I followed process. I know what I'm doing. I'm out of here. No, you, uh, you nailed it, uh, Marco, where, um, uh, yes, I, I overstayed my welcome with the government. Um, and I did not work an hour. Um, sometimes I work no hours and sometimes I work three hours. Uh, but you know, again, I don't want to criminalize myself here, but I did a lot there, but even three hours of my time is like six hours government time. So I put in my time, but going back to your process, Marco, not only is, again, the reason I, 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 we came with you is we, you know, I'm getting a little bit up there. I'm getting a little bit older and, and, and I know people's on the back of their head, like time, 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 you know what, you know, I, I want to, I want to start enjoying life. Um, I want to start living and, and, and folding time for us was, was, a, was a big hurdle. So I'm saying like, if someone, if I can learn off someone and in school, you get a bad rap for cheating and, and copying someone else, but in business and, and, and in real life, if you copy someone else that's already been there and did it, um, why the fuck not? Uh, excuse my language, but it's, it's, it's like my kids did karate and they have a sensei. Um, I didn't know what a sensei meant, but a sensei means someone that's been there. So Marco, you're like my sensei. Um, you know, what took you 20 years took me five. And uh, you know, what took my kids now, like well, less, <laughs> took them like a month, uh, to learn just the basics to get a property. So you're basically folding time and it's, it's, in that process, it's not only getting that no, it's, it's communicating. It's how do you communicate um, with, um, with intent? So I, I know that you say your, your analogy is it's like a chess game. It's, it's moves and counter moves, right? And it's communicating with intent that I use not only just in real estate. I use it for everything. I have other businesses. I negotiate everything. Um, and you'd be surprised using your process, not only in real estate, but, in, but in everyday life, um, you get lots of discounts. I did it with my car. I did it with my, my, my daughter's orthodontist too. I like, go figure it, the shit works. Uh, so that was my big aha. And you know what, why not? And you know, if you, if you can fold up time and, you know, we'll be the young, we're like the young Jedis, right? We're just learning. Um, so uh, again, I, I enjoy this process. I'm always learning from you. And, and my kids are now learning from me. And now I'm blessed that I'm helping you out and helping others in your program to learn. You guys are awesome. Uh, very process driven as well. And since we've started working together um, pretty seriously over the last year and a half, we've created some pretty amazing uh, curriculums, video series, uh, step-by-step processes that I don't think I could have done without you guys. So um, my ascension has really been thanks to you as well. So, and we've been able to help more people by being a lot more organized and um, very specific. So I thank you both for that very much. Gabriel, any last words? Just want to kind of reiterate what, what, what Frank said. Every Folding time is so important. And I said I wanted to race and that's why I kind of got into this program. And even though I had to slow down, I, I feel like I've, I've gained like 20 years of experience in, in less than five just because... I learned from all your mistakes. So I'm sorry you made them, but I'm kind of happy you made them as well. <laughs> I got to learn from them. And 
just like Frank, I, I get to teach my children as well. Uh, it's fun when you get to play in life, you get to play chess while everybody else is playing checkers. And that's sort of the, the, that's, that was the aha moment for me. So thanks a lot. Thanks to both of you. I learned from you too, Frank. It's uh, it's really awesome to work with you guys and so happy to be able to uh, provide this help to so many people now. I'm so grateful for that opportunity because it's so fun. It's a, Succeeding on my own was fun, but helping others and seeing others succeed has been, has been just a, a different level of fun. I agree. There's a uh, process that uh, doctors go through, which is they learn one they do one, then they teach one. And that's when they really have mastery of whatever that is. And that's exactly the process that I want everyone to go through. Because once you, you've, you've learned it, you have to do it. Because learning something and not doing something is a tragedy. Uh, most people know a lot of things. They just don't apply everything. Then once you uh, have done one and you teach it, which is what you guys have been helping me with over the last year plus, uh, your proficiency now, you know, Frank picks up the phone and in four hours, you know, can get a million dollars a month in cash flow. Um, actually happened where, you know, you tied up tons of assets, um, allowing you to, to have that much more cash flow without using a nickel out of your pocket, which is obviously the key. And the only way to do that is to buy them right. And once you understand process and because you've taught it so much, it's allowed you to sharpen your axe and be extremely efficient technically with and efficiently communicating with other, other people that have something for sale to get the right deals behind the deals, uh, to, to, to develop a really good um, rapport where they want to throw deals at you that are not on the market at all, which is really where the, the magic happens. So if we were to recap this episode today, obviously it's been on process. And if we were to recap the process, it's, and to follow a recipe, if you will, um, Gabriel or Frank, who wants to go over the general outline of what the steps are? One is get rid of your bad habits. Pounce. The process starts with a no. Okay. And you communicate with intent. And uh, what am I missing here? Communicate with intent. I can add the uh, slow down to move faster. There you go. Those are the, I guess, the high level. Um, again, there's no really no high level. It, it, it's literally like written in crayon. It's it, it's it's a simple process. Um, so to put it in a nutshell, yeah, those those are the, those are the main ingredients. There's other ones in there. It's complex, but it's simple at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, with that said, uh, thank you, gentlemen, Gabriel and Frank, for your input. You're going to he- be hearing. You're going to be hearing a lot from these two gentlemen and their, their experiences, uh, their horror stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Again, my name is Marco Kozlowski. I hope you love this episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.